0: Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 22 of Extreme Evocast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. It's the start of the new year, first, uh, first Evocast episode of 2020, and fittingly, uh, episode 22, 22, 2020, you know, uh, <laughs> for the new year, you know, uh, the holidays are over, pretty much, uh, except for maybe a few coming up in spring. But other than that, you know, Christmas time, holiday time, New Year's, everything's over. It's 2020. Uh, here's to a new year. Uh, and with that uh, comes some mundane time. Nothing really going on. You know, all the hype is done for uh, for the year. But the hype is not over for Pokemon. Uh, as of the time of recording this, there is a direct happening in two days, um, the, the 9th. I believe, yeah, it's the 7th today, I'm recording this on the 7th of January, and there's an, uh, the there's a direct coming out on the 9th. Uh, if you listen to this on the 8th or any day after, uh, I'm excited. If you listen to it after, you already know what happened, so don't worry about it. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, because of the way that this podcast goes, of course, I will have to wait for two weeks before I can talk about whatever is in that direct. I don't know. What is going to be going on with this direct? Uh, I expect it's probably going to be something with Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep, uh, you know, just because it's only a 20 minute direct. I I doubt that they would show off a new game so soon. I, I'm almost certain that it is not a new game, maybe a new spinoff game, something like that. Uh, but nonetheless, I am very excited for it. And of course, I will not be able to talk about it until two weeks from now. So, uh, you know, sorry about the wait, but that's just how this podcast goes. Uh, anyway, let's get on to some of the news going on for this episode, um, uh, by the way, I totally forgot to say this episode will be uh, the third episode of my type review uh, episode, uh, last time we talked about fairy, uh, I believe, it was either fairy or ghost, I can't remember, I think ghost was the first one, fairy was the second one, and this time we're going to talk about ice, uh, considering it's the coldest time of the year, January, at least not here in, uh, in Florida, but, you know, Still, uh, it gets cold pretty often, and uh, January is, I believe, the coldest month of the year, even though December is known for being Christmas time and all that stuff. Uh, So we're going to be fittingly talking about ice uh, for the first episode of the new year, Uh, and also fittingly because it's my favorite type. Um, you might hear some background noise, by the way, uh, for I'm doing this a little bit earlier than usual, so the people in my house aren't asleep, the people around me are not sleeping yet, so you might hear some talking, some, I don't know, stuff in the background, don't worry about it, don't, you know, focus on my voice, focus on what I'm talking about, don't worry about stuff in the background, uh, it's just, you know, my family, people who, people living in my house, uh, anyway, Uh, this is sort of an unorthodox episode, uh, I'm gonna have, it's a little bit short notice, um, I'm doing something later tonight that I did not expect to be doing, so I'm kind of recording this on the fly, a little bit underprepared, so you have to apologize, and I figured I'd do the ice type, uh, the ice type type review just because it's, um, you know, it's kind of easy to just read off stuff about about the type instead of really preparing things for this episode, uh, and of course, next episode, uh, is going to be the one year kind of... Uh, anniversary of, of Evocast. it's a uh, you know the, the the 25th episode one whole year I'm very very excited about it um, but uh, anyway let's let's get on to some of the, uh, the the news and like I said because this is sort of an unorthodox episode I'm sort of just reading off the news as they go I'm not I didn't really get have a chance to plan anything so you might not uh, I might stumble a little bit so I apologize for that and uh, we also have probably quite a few things to talk about, uh, because of the fact that I haven't, didn't talk about news last time, because it was the whole, you know, the, um, last episode of my, of my galare, Galar, Galar, Galer, Galar review, um, not sure why I said Galar, uh, but anyway, uh, Pokemon Direct is coming up, like I said, uh, Pokemon Direct is to be aired on January 9th at 4, 1430, which is, oh, 9, 930 EST, 930 in the morning. AST, at least for me. So, 9.30 in the morning, AST, 6.30 PST, 14.30 UTC, which is 2 o'clock? 2.30? Uh, and 11.30 for JST. Uh, the Direct will house 20 minutes of Pokemon content. At present, we don't know what it will contain, but we'll provide more details as it comes. Of course, this is all coming from Cerebi, Pretty much reading this off of Cerebi. Uh, thank you again to Cerebi uh, for pretty much giving me all of my news content for this, for this podcast. Uh, raid battles are going on right now in Pokemon Go. Uh, Heatran will be a level 5 raid with Shiny Heatran available. Um, and some of them have changed around, but I'm not going to go through because there's, you know, there's a lot of different things going around that I'm not going to cover every single one. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the currently running event on Pokemon Sword and Shield distribution, distribution of Gigantamax Meowth to players is due to end next week. This was yesterday. Okay, so next week uh, on Wednesday, January fifteenth, the meowth is the only way to get a meowth. Get wolf gigantic in the game. So if you have not got your Gigantamax meowth, get that thing. Get it uh, if you're interested. There is a new, um, there is a new um, Funko Pop sort of figure. It's not Funko. It's not the traditional Funko. It's like the Funko a day with Pikachu uh, or a day with Pikachu, um, the figure is surprising weather ahead and features a Pikachu shocked at the Diglett appearing in the weather. Oh, it's like Groundhog Day. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, so it's a cute little figure of Pikachu very surprised at, uh, at Diglett popping out of the ground. Uh, so, you know, (laughs) that's, you can get your hands on that. Uh, it'll be released later this month exclusively on the official Pokemon Center website. Um, let's see here. Not too much going on Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's the Ranked Battle rules change, but I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, you can get a new... Uh, you can get a new Mystery Gift code. Uh, camp Team. K-A-M-P-F-T-E-A-M. Which is 20 battle points. <laughs> um, not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Uh, an event happened in, is happening in Pokemon Go. Uh, with the New Years. Just like last year. Uh, there's the Party Hat... Wurple, of course, that everyone likes. Uh, you can get, and actually, you can get Party Hat Pikachu P- Party Hat Pichu and Party Hat Wurple to be found in 2KM Eggs, Party Hat Pikachu in the Wild and Party Hat Raticate and Wobbuffet in raids. Interesting. Uh, it's happening until January 16th. Wow. Uh, you also get 2 times Hatch Candy, 2 times Hatch Stardust and more rewards when you hit 50KM with Adventure Sync. Including a guaranteed Unova Stone. Cool. So get out there and uh, start walking around in this cold, cold weather. Uh, let's see. There is a legendary event for Pokemon Masters, featuring Solgaleo. That's. I'm just gonna say that. I'm not really big. Uh, n- I don't really know much about Pokemon Masters, but so we're, that's all we're gonna really talk about there. Um, there was an event going on with. Um, in the wild area with raid battles where you could get a sh- uh, better chance of getting a shiny Magikarp. I did not get any, unfortunately, sad face. Uh, I didn't, didn't, I didn't get a, magic Magikarp. My, a couple of my friends that I know got a bunch of them. <laughs> so good on them. Uh, I didn't end up getting one, unfortunately. I was a little too busy with my shiny hunt anyway. Uh, so I didn't really f- try too hard. And plus it's, you know, shiny Gyarados. I didn't really, really want it all that much. Um, but you know, uh, that was going on. So that's over. I don't, you know, kind of just giving my retrospect here. Uh, a lot of this stuff I think is already happened. So it's a little bit too late. Not too much really happened uh, alongside, uh, with like the new year's and Christmas. Cause like, you know, it's new year's and Christmas. So not, not a really, not, not really a huge chance of, of uh, getting uh, a lot of, not a lot of things happening because of the holidays. Um, there was the winter weekend where you could get things, you could get, like, a a Glaceon with a certain move, last resort, but that already happened, I think that's it, (laughs) I don't really think there was much that happened, yeah, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like anything else really happened uh, other than that, so that's pretty much all we have to talk about for news today, nothing super, nothing super exciting, nothing super, uh, nothing super out there, uh, and with that, I am going to talk about, uh, the real thing, the real segment for today, which is a uh, type review. Of course, type review is the segment or the, the, the thing where I go over a type in Pokemon. I talk about the type. I talk about the Pokemon of that type. I talk about some trivia, some, some interesting facts about the type, uh, the sort of moves and all that stuff, uh, about this type. Uh, and the, the type on the chop, chopping block, I cannot talk today. Apparently the type on the chopping block today is Ice-type, uh, which is my favorite type, so I'm very, very excited of talking about the, this type uh, very, very much. This is this is exciting. Uh, I love... Ice-type is my favorite type. I adore this type, um, and I'm super, super excited to talk about it. Uh, so Ice-type uh, is, of course, uh, one of the 18 types. Um, Ice-types were all special, so every, every Ice-type uh, before the physical special split uh they were they were all special but now they can be physical depending on the attack. Uh ice type has a uh base stat total average of 461 and a fully evolved total of 528. It's pretty good actually. Uh in generation 1 uh the only thing that was really special that ice type was that they could not be frozen <laughs> by ice type moves. They could be frozen apparently by non-ice type moves, but I don't think there was a move that was not ice type, so Um, let's see. So they probably could have been frozen. They just could not, uh, they could. Yeah, I guess I don't know what other move that could have frozen. Maybe Tri-Attack, actually? Uh, Yeah, I I guess, I guess that makes sense. I guess Tri-Attack probably could have frozen Ice-types, uh, in Gen 1 and Gen 2. Because Gen 2, it says, uh, Ice-type Pokemon are immune to hail weather damage. Generation 2, Ice-type Pokemon cannot be frozen by Ice-type moves. Starting in Generation 3, Ice-type Pokemon cannot be frozen. So, Ice-type Pokemon could be frozen before by Tri-Attack, I assume. Probably the only one that, that did it. Uh, Ice-type Pokemon are also immune to Sheer Cold. Uh, Ice-type resisting only itself. Ice-type is the, is tied with Normal of the least resistant type. However, it is immune to Freezing, Damage from Hail, and Sheer Cold. Yeah, Ice-type is commonly considered uh, the worst type in the game, which makes me sad because I love Ice-type, of course, as you know, my favorite Pokemon is Glaceon, uh, and I love a lot of Ice-type Pokemon, and it's, like, the worst type because, you know, we'll get into this a little later, but it's, uh, it's, like, (laughs) I, the the problem with Ice-type is that it's, I don't know, it's, it's supposed to be, like, a defensive type, um, but it's not very defensive, and a lot of the Pokemon that are, that are Ice-type are usually, usually have very, very bad defense stats, so it's, it's not very good, it's, it's, I guess it can be more of an offensive type, but, like, it's not, ugh, it's, it's so bad, of course, ice type is, uh, good against dragon, flying, grass, and ground, which is a good amount, uh, and it is resistant to, or it, 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 uh, it is not very effective against fire, ice, steel, and water, and, uh, it is, um, also, it's resistant to ice, and it, is, uh, it takes super effective damage from fighting, fire, rock, and steel. Um, when used in Pokemon contests, most ice-type moves become beautiful, with one cool move being the only exception. Oh, I wonder what that one is. Let me look. They're all beautiful. Which one's cool? Ice Fang. Ice Fang is cool. It's the only one. <laughs> wow, there's actually not that many ice-type moves. I'm looking at them now. Okay, anyway, uh, let's, let's, um, read some things. This is coming all from Bulbapedia, by the way. Bulbapedia is a good, uh, resource for stuff like that. Uh, resist, uh, ice pairs well with other common attacking types, most notably ground, which deals at least neutral damage to all types resisting ice and covers fire and steel, while ice covers flying and grass. As of generation seven, sheer cold is more accurate when used by an ice type Pokemon. Wow. As of Generation Eight, there are forty-nine Ice type Pokemon, uh, or five point five percent of all Pokemon, counting those that are Ice type at least one of their forms, including Alolan and Galarian forms, making it the rarest type. Yeah, Ice type is the least common type. Unfortunately, that's so sad. I wish there were more. Uh, We're gonna go over the Pokemon in a little bit. Uh, Let me finish reading through some some. um, uh, Yeah, we'll go through some of the moves. Uh, so there's Aurora Beam in Gen 1, there's Blizzard in Gen 1, Haze, Ice Beam, Ice Punch, Mist, and that's it. There's really not that many, huh, in, uh, in Gen 1. There's only 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6, 6, moves in Gen 1. So sad, so, so sad. In Gen 2, they only added 2, Powder Snow and Icy Wind. Wow. Uh, in Gen 3, they added Hail, Ice Ball, Icicle, Icicle Spear, and Sheer Cold, which is a one-hit KO move, which is good. Uh, in Gen 4, they added Avalanche, Ice Shard, Ice Fang. That's it. <laughs> in Gen 5, they added Frost Breath, Glaciate, Freeze Shock, which of course is Kirim's, I believe. Is it? I think it's Kirim's. Kirim's uh, signature move, is it? No, not Frost Breath. What am I doing? Ice Frost Shock. Where is it? It's gone. Free Shock. There we go. Is this Kirim's? Yeah. Yeah, it's Kirim's. Sign- signature move of Black Kirim. Sorry. Oh, yeah, right. It makes sense, because Black Kirim is... Um. In Gen 6, they added looks like none <laughs> they didn't add a single move nope they added uh, freeze dry that's it just freeze dry which is a good move i gotta say so i'm happy that they added freeze dry at least uh gen 7 they added freezy frost which of course is um partner eevee isn't it yeah it's partner eevee's ice type move the glaceon inspired move freezy frost uh, as long with like you know zippy zap whatever they whatever they are um, there they added Ice Hammer. Really, Ice Hammer is added in this. Sub Zero Slammer, which is the Z move of you know the the base the base Ice, uh, Ice Z move. And in Gen eight, they just added Max Hailstorm. Oh, and uh, G Max Resonance, which is Gigantamax Labrys' move. Wow, fun. Um. A Pokemon with color change, protean, imposter, forecast, RKS system, or multi-type will become an ice-type Pokemon if, respectively, it is hit by an ice-type move, uses an ice-type move, is sent out, a poke- is sent out against an ice-type Pokemon, if the weather is hail, if it's holding an ice memory, or if it's holding an icicle plate. Um, there are two, mo- oh, two, two abilities that, uh, that, that sort of... that are sort of like Ice-type. There's Thick Fat, which boosts resistance to Fire-types and Ice-type moves, which, you know, you essentially can't take less damage from Ice-type. And Refrigerate, which Normal-type moves become Ice-type moves. Um, Exclusive abilities is... uh, Only Ice-types can have these abilities. Slush Rush, Refrigerate, Snow Cloak, and Snow Warning, which Snow Warning and, you know, Slush Rush, uh, a lot of of different moves. There are a few uh, Ice-type... Specific items: Chill Drive, which of course is Genesect Ice Gem, which of course boosts the Ice type move. Ice Memory for uh, so valley Ice Cold Plate for arceus ICMZ Never Melt Ice, which is uh, it boosts the power of Ice type moves. Snowball, uh, it is it boosts attack if hit with an Ice type attack. It can only be used once. I didn't know this item even existed. A Snowball, huh? It boosts attack if hit with an Ice type attack. Interesting. And a Yachi Berry, which uh, lessen the damage taken from one super effective Ice-type attack. Uh, there's a few notable Ice-type trainers. Lorelei, uh, which was surprisingly really good, uh, you know, that that there was an Ice-type representation in Gen 1 uh, as a Elite 4. Uh, Price, a uh, Gen 2 Gym Leader. Glacia, another Elite 4. Um in gen three. Uh Candice. Gen four gym leader. Bryson. Gen five gym leader. There was Zenzolin, who is a uh, one of the seven sages who used Ice type Pokemon. I believe you found him in the uh cold storage. Uh Wolfric, who is a Gen Six gym leader. Cena, who is oh, that's Cena. Yeah, Cena, of course. Cena is the Sun and Moon Pokemon trainer. He uses Ice type Pokemon. I believe she had a Glaceon, actually. Did she have a Glaceon, I don't remember. She does have a Glaceon. She has a Delibird and a Glaceon. Cool. And she also has wow, like Sandslash, Alolan Sandslash, Abomasnow, all this, all these Pokemon. Also, a Mantine for some reason. Interesting. Um, there and there was Melody, who is a gym leader in Churchester, only in uh, in Shield though. Let's see, uh, ice type Pokemon. Let's let's go over the ice type Pokemon. Now that we're uh, now that we're good. This this um this episode is probably going to be pretty short, by the way. Uh, considering that. Uh, this is pretty much all I'm going to do. Uh, I'm just preparing you now for sort of a short episode, just because it's also, um, you know, I'm sort of in a rush here. I apologize for that. Just poor planning on my part. Uh, but this episode just isn't as packed with the, with information all as much as I want it to be, so it's probably not going to be all that long. Uh, of course, only like 20 minutes have passed, and we're pretty much, not not almost done, but we're, we're, you know, we're doing this. Uh, Ice-type Pokemon, pure Ice-type Pokemon. Uh, Vulpix, Alolan Volpix. Um, of course, like, very, very good. Alolan Vulpix, um, a very, very, I was so excited when they, when they revealed Alolan Vulpix. Oh, I love Alolan Vulpix. Um, Alolan Ninetales we'll get to in a second. Cast form, oh yeah, snowy cast form, which is probably the most forgotten form of cast form, probably the most forgotten thing ever, pretty much. Uh, I always forget that there's a snowy cast form. There's, so up until Gen 3, there was no pure Ice Eye Pokemon. Other than yeah, because Vulpix was Vulpix was uh, in Gen Seven, and at that point, Cast Form Snowy Form is technically the first pure Ice type Pokemon. Wow. Uh, then there's Snowrunt and Glalie and Mega Glalie, uh, which is good for you know Ice uh, Ice type Mega Evolutions. There's not many Ice type Mega Evolutions actually. I believe there's Abomasnow, and that's it. Abomasnow and um and, uh, what's-his-face, Glalie, which is not a very good lineup, <laughs> if, if I'm being honest with you, uh, Regice, love Regice, Regice, have you, well, I'm sure most of you have watched the, um, the video, or seen the movie with the Reggies in it, I don't remember, I think it was Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, where, uh, Regice, all of the Reggies make the weirdest sound, but Regice, in, in particular, is, crazy. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Regice, I see, I used to say Ice. Now I'm catching myself saying Regice for some reason. I don't really know why. I'm sort of a firm believer that it's Ice and not Regice, but I've been saying Regice. Uh, but you know, whatever. It doesn't matter how you pronounce it. <laughs> it's probably Regice. Uh, I like saying Ice because all of them have Regi in their name, but whatever. Oh, my baby Glaceon, my favorite Pokemon of all time. I love this Pokemon. This Pokemon is pretty much uh, the Pokemon that I, you know, think about when I think about myself, (laughs) I guess is the best way of, you know, not like identify with, but like, I don't know how to explain it. The Pokemon that I, that represents me the best, I I suppose, uh, especially because it's my favorite. I just adore this Pokemon. I don't know what it is. I know liking Eeveelutions is sort of, mainstream, but I just love this Pokemon, man. It's like, it's so forgotten about in a way compared to the other evolutions. It's like one that not a lot of people really enjoy or not, not enjoy that really like talk about all that much. And that makes me sad because I really like it's, uh, I really like its design. It's design is very cute. Obviously I, I adore this Pokemon. You all know if you, if you are around me or follow me on any of my social media for more than five seconds, you would know that I love and adore Glaceon with all of my heart. Uh, but, of course, I will talk about them in another episode. I mean, if we ever do Random Pokemon of the Week in the and it's on Glaceon, I would probably talk for hours and hours about this Pokemon. Uh, but we have other things to talk about, such as Darumaka and Darmanitan. Who oh boy, uh, what a beast. Galarian Darmanitan is destroying the Sword and Shield meta right now, apparently. I don't really know. I haven't been super... Uh, I haven't been super looking out for this Pokemon, but apparently it is insanely good and insanely powerful and oof. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's a threat. It's a thing. I'm not really sure exactly what makes it so strong, but gosh darn, uh, this thing is a threat. So if you battle competitively, uh there is a high chance that you're gonna run into them one of these one of these things. Uh unfortunately because it is it is a beast to be messed with and I'm very very happy that they gave Darmanitan a Glarian form. I really really like Darmanitan. I think it needed it the best. I, I think it needed some more recognition because it's a cool Pokemon. I like its um I like its uh I like its you know sort of sort of style sort of uh sort of steeze. It's it's cool. I, I I've always really liked both of them uh, both of the forms, but I, I, I like its ability. Its ability is very, um, very unique with the Zen mode and stuff. And of course it goes in a Zen mode and Galarian form too. And it's just an like overall really cool Pokemon. And I'm glad that they gave it a little bit more love, a little more recognition with, uh, Galarian Darmanitan. Uh, Vanillite, Vanillish and Vanillux, of course the Vanillux, the ice cream boys, Um, a lot of controversy surrounding these, these three, just because of the fact that they're ice cream and a lot of people apparently don't like that. Uh, there was a big thing around Gen 5 where people started to say they were running out of ideas and that it was, you know, that they're not very, they're not very, uh, creative with, uh, with these ice cream Pokemon. I think that they're adorable. I think they're really cool Pokemon. Uh, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with them. I understand people's, people's you know, sort of, uh, sort of, I understand the controversy behind them, but I don't think there's any reason to really think that these, there's anything wrong with these Pokemon. They're, they are very weird. If you, if you like take some time to look at them, they're, they are very, very strange looking. I mean, yeah, they're ice cream cones, but they're just like piles of snow on a stick. You know, it's uh, even, even without the ice cream sort of, uh, sort of deal. They're, they're very odd, but I like them a lot. And then there was that, that whole thing, uh, that whole theory that like the ice crystals on their body are actually the eyes and like the the, the actual eyes and the mouth are, are false eyes, uh, which has been pretty much debunked because there was a point where it lost its snow and its eyes were, you know, were sort of, was were, were still there. They weren't just f- fake. Uh, but, you know, I got nothing, I got nothing against Vanilluxe. I think it's a really cool Pokemon, actually. You know, the whole line. I like it a lot. Um, let's see, Cryog, no, nope, uh, Bear Tick is one of those Pokemon that, like, I never see anyone talk about Beartick, I, I don't even know what whole Tick's whole deal is, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it, I'm surprised that it took this long for them to make a, a polar bear Pokemon, <laughs> but, like, I don't know, I really like Cub2's design, even with its big old, you know, it's big old snot, but, like, what's the deal with tick what is, it's just, it's just a bear, you know, it's just a bear with with like ice drippings on its on its on its it has like an ice beard. Uh you know, I, I like its its beard. I don't I don't know. I, I don't really have anything against it. I it's interesting, certainly. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's like a good competitive Pokemon, but it's certainly uh Certain certainly there. It can get Swift Swim? Really. Bear tick. Swift Swim, boosted speed in, in rain. Interesting. That's that's kind of that's kind of trivial, huh? Swift Swim on on Tick? Interesting. Uh, it's Japanese name, even even less creative. Tunbear. Tundra and Bear. Then again, tick is just Bear and Arctic, so who knows? <laughs> I don't know which one's worse, but you know, it's a cool Pokemon. I like its big crotch fluff. It's got a lot of fluff there. It's cute. I like it. Big ol' arms. Big ol' mountain-shaped body. I guess that's probably what it's supposed to be based on. You know what I mean? It's got a body shaped like a mountain, quite literally. And I guess, like, the ice beard is supposed to be, like, Peaks. I don't know. Who knows? Let's let's move on. Um, Cryogonal. Cryogonal. See, Cryogonal was a little bittersweet to me because I don't really like this Pokemon all that much, despite really liking ice type Pokemon. It's weird. It's what's up with that big chain like coming out of its mouth. What's, what is that? Uh, let me look at this extendable chain of ice, which is used for hunting. It's, it's just like a, it's just a huge snowflake. I don't really get what it is. The ability to trap prey in ice crystals may be a reference to the, Hrimbursar, Nordic giants who are made of ice who have this ability. Oh. Okay, so it's it's got some mythological Nordic, sort of. Uh, sort of background to it. You know, I I think it's cool. I like it. I mean, it's it's a big snowflake. What else is there to say? It's looking at it now, I'm appreciating it a little bit more. But like, it's so weird. It's, it's got Levitate, which is pretty good. I, You know, I mean, I don't really know what else to say. It's, it's uh, it's cryogonal. <laughs> Um, coming to the end, almost to the end of the, uh, of the pure Ice-type Pokemon is Bergmite and Avalug. Of course, we got one more after this, but that's a surprise. Bergmite, I like, so, a lot of people dislike Bergmite and Avalug for some reason. I think they're really cool. <laughs> I love... I like Bergmite's design. Bergmite is the true OG snom. Because, like, yeah, I know Bergmite's not, like, a worm. But it's... It's it's a little white body covered in ice. It's just bootleg snom. It's the original snom, if anything. Not that I don't like snom. We're going to talk about snom later. But, like, it's cute. I like it. Uh, but even, even more so, I like Avalug. Avalug is a cool cool concept, in my opinion. I like how it's, like, an upside-down iceberg. Of course, I think that's its whole gimmick, but, like, that's cool. You gotta admit that's cool. Literally cool, because of ice. Haha. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's cool. It's, a, it's a flipped-over iceberg. Uh, maybe a representation of the subridge part of the iceberg, which is immense. Yeah, it's, it's supportive. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a reference to the fact that, you know, there's a bigger iceberg underneath the ocean. Uh, and it's cool. I mean, this thing is a beast. I'm using one of these in my ice type mono team, uh, that I'm making, which is another reason why I wanted to talk about ice type today. Um, and like, Ooh, it's a, it is a beast. It is a tank. It is probably the tankiest ice type I've ever seen. It is so defensive. It is so good. And it can learn rapid spin. It can learn earthquake. This thing is a beast. Avalog is a slept on competitive beast. Goddamn. I love this thing. Uh, anyway, moving on. Ice Q. Not really sure what to say about Ice Q. Ice Q. Cube. Ice is funny, I think. Ice Q's ice just really funny. Like, it's, it's, you know, what do I even say? It's a penguin that has a huge ice cube as a face, and when you hit it, it melts off, and it's got this cute little nervous face underneath. You know what I mean? Like w- <laughs> What else is it to say? It's it's Ice type Mimikyu. Uh it only activates with physical type attacks though. Which is unfortunate because un- unlike Mimikyu, it uh I guess I guess it's sort of it it brings back that whole uh the sort of the sort of balancing is that it can only be hit by ice uh by physical moves. Uh well it can only uh it can only be removed by hitting physical moves. It only activates with physical moves, I guess I should say. Uh, but it can reform uh, into its into its ice face. And of course, the joke that I'm sure that they wanted to make for so long, uh, no ice face, which is, you know, sort of a portmanteau of, of no ice you know, sort of a, sort of a, a British nice. So, you know, the, I'm sure that when they made Galar, they wanted to make that joke for so long. Haha. Ha, good job, Game Freak. You did it. It's hilarious. <laughs> the noise face or the no, no ice face, whatever, however you want to say it. Uh, anyway, moving on. That was all the pure type. Those was all the pure ice type Pokemon. Not that much, is there? You know, there's like one in each generation, except for Gen 5. Gen 5 had a lot actually. Uh, only one in Gen 6. What in Gen 8? Uh, two in Gen 8. With their Manitan. 10. Um, two in Gen 3, one in Gen 4, which is Glaceon. And one in Gen 3 and one in Gen 2. Or one in Gen 1. No, uh, and Gen 1, it wasn't even really added. Technically it's in Gen 1, but it wasn't actually added until Gen 7. But, you know, no, no, no pure Ice-type Pokemon in Gen 2. Uh, moving on. Primary I state Pokemon. Uh Sand True and Sand Slash. Hmm. Apologies well, for yawning so much. Um Ninetales, Alolan Ninetales. I'll talk about uh Sand True. I used a Alolan Sand Slash and my team for Um Let's Go Pikachu and Um I love I like this Pokemon. It's a it's a really, really cool typing. I'm pretty sure it's the only Ice Steel. It is the only Ice Steel, and what a good typing. What a good, uh, what a good Pokemon to beat, because, like, wow, it's, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a really good type, um, it sort of gives it a ground weakness, uh, which sucks, and four times Ice, uh, resistance, but it gives Ice that resistance it needs. Like, normal resistance, water resistance, all the resistances that Ice has, it gives, or no, Steel has, it gives to Ice, which is, you know, real, real good um, I think it's, it's a, it's a really good physical attacker too, I believe, um, I don't think it's, I don't, I think it's, I don't remember exactly what it is, I only, you know, I only use it on my team and Let's Go Pikachu, so I wasn't, I wasn't, like, looking into competitiveness for it, but I believe it was a physical attacker, if anything, uh, pretty fast, I think, but yeah, I mean, really, really good, I think it has Slush Rush, uh, yeah, Slush Rush, well, it's a hidden ability, Slush Rush, Sand Rush and Slush Rush, Funny enough, I, I I'm actually I'm pretty sure they made Slush Rush for Alolan Sandshrew. Um, there's quite a few Pokemon that can have it, being Bear tick uh, Alolan, San, Alolan Sandslash, Alolan Sand Slash, and Arctozolt and Arctovish as hidden abilities, which aren't actually um available yet. But I I would call Slush Rush the um the signature ability of Alolan Sandshrew Alolan Sand Slash because. You know, it had, uh... Sand Rush. Oh, excuse me again, I'm so sorry. Uh, Sand Rush is its inability for sand slash, and it's a little informed cut. You know, it's Slash Rush. <laughs> I I don't... You don't need me to tell you that, that those are similar. Um, but... Uh, yeah, Alolan Sandslash, it's a really good Pokemon, I really enjoyed its, uh, it's in it's including, I liked, uh, I like Sandslash, I like that it got a new form, and I'm glad that it was a nice type, because it's one of the coolest ones, in my opinion. And Alolan Ninetales is another big competitive threat, ooh, with its, with its, um, ability being, you know, um, Snow Warning, where it, it starts a Hailstorm, and then you can use Aurora Veil on turn one, oh, it's good, oh, it's a good Pokemon, uh, especially in competitive, it's a great setup Pokemon, it's a great fairy type, the only Ice Fairy, actually, uh, and what a role it plays being Ice Fairy, because, wow, it is a good Pokemon, I love it a lot, uh, one of my favorites, and, uh, yeah, it's going on with the, um, the forms, almost the last of the forms, because there's, uh, there's uh Galarian, Mr. Mime, and then later we'll go on to one of the other last uh, Galarian forms that was added to, uh, sort of a new, a new form. We talked about it earlier. Uh but Mr. Mime Ice Psychic No uh No comment <laughs> about uh No comment about uh, about uh, Galarian Mr. Mime. It's just, it has a signature ability screen cleaner where it uh you know, it uh, it uh, it removes, I can't talk, I'm so out of it today. It removes screens when you send it out. Uh, it also gets Vital Spirit, which it can't flinch. No, it can't fall asleep. Why? Why does it get Vital Spirit? Maybe because it's a tap dancer? I don't know. Of course, going with the whole tap dancer thing, uh and Mr. Mime is an interesting Pokemon. I like it. We'll talk about Mr. Rhyme a little bit later, but Mr. Mime is 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 cool. I like Mr. Mime. Uh, next, Jinx. Jinx, of course, very, uh, very infamous for being, you know, the whole thing about, uh, blackface in the first few generations. And in Gen 3, I believe they changed it to purple. Uh, you know, it had, it had, it had dark skin, which was, uh, seen as, as possibly a racist, offensive, um, you know, icon. Uh, I suppose with, with its, like, with its lips and its, you know, all that stuff, um, I'm not gonna go into it too much, you know, you know, uh, but they, you know, of course, based on sort of that, J- uh, Japanese mythological thing, uh, it's based on, you know, um, it's based on, uh, Yamauba, which is, um, a, or no, sorry, um, there's a lot of things that it's based on. It's based on a Nordic or a Viking woman, I guess. It's it's based on some some Japanese mythological thing which I can't see, uh, I can't seem to find here. Uh, where it's you know it's like a woman who lives in the um a woman who lives in the ice. She has long blonde hair and uh you know uh big lips I guess wearing like a red kimono I guess that's her whole that's her whole steez. And she kills you. I, I don't know. I just I'm just I'm listing off things that I've heard about Jinx. You know, it's it's not supposed to be offensive. Obviously not. Game Freak would never do something like that. I I suppose. Uh, but you know, Jinx is Jinx is supposed to be wholesome, but it sort of just got the bad end of the stick. But other than that, I mean, I know I understand why people don't like this Pokemon. It's just weird. But I like it. I I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with this Pokemon. It, I mean, it is certainly weird. It is a very uh, it is a very, very uncanny Pokemon, but I, I like it. I think it's a cool Pokemon. Everything aside, you know, all the, all the, the controversy aside, I think it's a cool Pokemon. Uh, I, like I said, I understand why people don't like it, but oof. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's a cool design. I like, I like, I like using one. They're, they're powerful, fairy earth, uh, Psychic Ice is a cool type and it was the first one. So, you know, it's, you know, you know, I feel, uh, Articuno, Articuno is one of my favorite Pokemon. Um, that's why I'm Team Mystic, of course. Um, if you are anything other than Team Mystic, please stop listening to this podcast immediately. No, I'm kidding. Please don't. Uh, I love, I, l- I like Articuno. That's why I chose Team Mystic. I'm not one of those people who really super care about uh, the Pokemon Go teams. Literally, when I when I opened Pokemon Go, I chose Mystic because I like Articuno the best out of the three birds. And one of the reasons is because it's it's Ice-type. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's Articuno. Everyone likes Articuno. Articuno, of course, interesting, because I feel like it should have been water type, or at least its design should have been water, because, you know, like fire, electric, water. I guess that's actually not true, because electric doesn't really fit into that trio much either. I guess they're not really supposed to have a, a trio, trio type thing. I guess they're just supposed to be birds. Um, you know, we're like a type triangle is what I'm trying to say, but, you know, whatever. Uh, pilos swine, and I guess I'll just talk about Mamoswine Swine with this too, are Ice Ground, uh, the only Ice Grounds, I believe, which is cool. I like, uh, it's an interesting type, interesting, uh, design choice. You know, they're like hogs or like, you know, like hairy boars that live in, in icy areas. Let me look at the origins of these things. Um, they're based on Peruvian guinea pigs and wild boars. Oh, I guess this is for, for swineup. Uh, yeah, they're, you know, there's, they're, they're based on hairy pigs or boars that live in icy areas. swine is, of course, based more on a pig. And Mammoth Swine is a, uh, a woolly mammoth, which I, I really like its design. I think it's, I think they're cool. Um, you know, it's, it's got sort of the whole, it goes from, it, it seems like a logical choice to go from swine up to swine and then into Mammoth Swine. It's, you know, I, I, it's, it's something that I can definitely understand why they did it. And I, I like it. I like the, uh, I like the design choice they went for Mammoth Swine. Mammoth Swine. is very cool. I think it's a really cool Pokemon. And of course, before we even had Mammoth Swine, we had, Pi- we just had Pylos and Pylos was still pretty good anyway. Uh, so, you know. Uh, next up, Jellybird. <laughs> We're going with the Christmas spirit that just passed. Uh, Jellybird is, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's Santa, it's the delivery Pokemon, it's got, it's supposed to be Santa, that's, there's nothing else really to say about Delibird, we'll talk about Delibird, you know, we'll talk about all these Pokemon later, in uh, if they ever show up in, um, in, uh, Random Pokemon of the Week, but, you know, uh, I, I like to go through them a little bit, talk about their ice typing, talk about, like, what they're supposed to be, uh, in this type review, uh, of course, you know, the type review isn't really a review. It's just me talking about them. I think I, I think I gave, I think I give a, uh, I still have to give a, a number for, uh, for ice though, which I will do at the end. Smoochum? Well, I didn't finish talking about Delibird. Delibird is, uh, yeah, it's Delibird. <laughs> ice flying? Uh, same typing as Articuno? Are there any other ice flyings? I think the Delibird and Articuno are the only ice flyings. Flaybird, Adokuno... Yeah, there's no other... No other Flying Ice. Um... Which is cool. I always really like Pokemon that are, uh... That are... Uh, you know, sort of... They have types that go against each other. Is there any... Is there any... Is there any uh, Ice type that we don't have? Like, any Ice... Uh, sort of... Combination? Because we have Steel, Fairy, Psychic... You know, we have a lot. I'm gonna do some... Some counting math here. Let me... Let me see for one second. So... There's 17 types that ice is in conjunction with. I, that's all of them, I guess, right? Ice doesn't have any unused type combinations. Is that true? Because I don't think we had bug bug ice before, but I don't. I think that we had... Oh, well, we don't have an ice poison type. Or a normal ice. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. I must have counted wrong. Uh, we don't have a normal ice or an ice poison interesting there's actually not that many unused type combinations we'll talk about those in a future episode though uh but but ice the only thing that it's lacking is poison and uh and normal i mean normal ice is a is a you know no brainer uh but poison ice i wonder what what a poison ice pokemon could be based on i don't know maybe we can do some theory crafting if we ever go over some unused type combinations um Who's next? I'm asking you, like, if you know Smoochum, Smoochum, you know, Jinx is arguably undeserved baby Pokemon. I think it's cute. I think it, I think it gives uh, it gives Jinx a little bit more character, if anything. Uh, you know, it's a ice psychic baby type Pokemon, baby type baby Pokemon, the new type, nineteenth type baby type. Its whole thing is that it kisses. That's it. It's a kissy Pokemon, and that's uh, that's all there really is to it. It's cute. I like it you know, we'll talk about it later if we ever have the chance to. Um, Spheal. Oh, the Spheal line, the only, uh, the only primary type Ice-type Pokemon in Gen 3. What a good line. I always, I've always really, really liked Celio and Walrein and Spheal, of course. Uh, Walrein... This design is a little bit less, is a little bit lacking. If I if I have to be honest, I really like Celio and Sveal's sort of aesthetic, and they kind of removed it with Walrein. Uh, but I, I understand the the option they took with the beard and the, you know, the big old icy or sort of like wave design with Walrein. It's cute. Uh, I would say more of a water type than anything. Even though it's just, even though it's, uh, you know, uh, even though it's primary ice type. Um, I would argue that, that Cilio and Sveal are sort of more water than anything. Um but, you know, they, they're they're seals. There had to be ice-type seals other than Dugong and Seal at some point. Uh and they did it perfectly fine with Sveal. Sveal is very adorable. One of my favorite Pokemon. I've always really, really liked Sveal. Uh and it, it's just it's a SEAL orb. How can you not how can you not love it? And Walrein is is badass as well, excuse my French, but you know, I mean, very, very good uh, inclusions to the ice type lineup. Uh, Frostlass, who, given we probably should have talked about, when we talked about uh, Walrein and Snowrun. Ghost Ice, the only Ghost Ice, uh, very nice Pokemon. <laughs> Frostlass has always been one of my favorite ice types, and who, like I, I I've seen a lot of people say that Frostlass is one of their favorite Pokemon or, or, or their favorite Pokemon of all time. And I agree. Uh, I really, really like Frostlass. It's, you know, of course it's based on, uh, it's based on another Japanese sort of mythological, uh, Yuki Ona, uh, female ice spirit of Jack, Japanese folklore. Uh, and wow, it's a, it's, it's very, very cool design. Very, very cool Pokemon. Uh, I like how it's, you know, um, I like, I like how they always did like with, with Curlia, and uh, Gardevoir and Gallade, where they did like gender um, separations between the two. uh, I like that they did that with Snowrun. I think Snowrun and Glalie definitely needed something more, and I'm glad they did it with Frostlass. I I love Frostlass. I love its design. I could talk about Frostlass for a while. Maybe I'll you know if we ever talk about a random Pokemon of the week. But it's cool. It's so cool. Frostlass is a very 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 cool Pokemon. I like it a lot. uh, And yeah. Uh, the as as the only ice ghost, I'm glad it exists. Uh, another unused type combination that was previously here, um, technically, I mean, you know, it's a it's a, it's it's in its Zen mode form for Galarian Darmanitan. You know, Galarian Darmanitan Zen mode form. It uh, it's Ice Fire, which I didn't know how they were gonna do that, but they did it. <laughs> and I'm glad they did, uh, if anything, I would have expected it to be sort of a Galarian form, maybe, of a Fire-type Pokemon, I feel like maybe, uh, Galarian Vulpix, if they didn't want to do the whole, um, you know, beautiful Aurora-type thing with, uh, with Alolan Ninetales and Alolan Vulpix, maybe they could have been Ice-Fire, if it's a, you know, if it's a Galarian form of a, fu- or, a uh, Alolan form of a Fire-type Pokemon, uh, and they kind of did that with Darmanitan, I'm glad they did the way they did, um, you know, they sort of made it a fire type, and in Zen mode, it was, I believe, a psychic type in uh, in Zen mode, and, you know, Galarian Darmanitan is ice and becomes ice fire, which is just the coolest thing, honestly. I like Galarian Darmanitan more for its Zen mode cool design than anything. Uh, Mr. Rhyme, also a Pokemon that I don't really know how to comment on, very odd, <laughs> and i guess he's supposed to be cuz he's he's like a tap dancer. He's in he's he's the evo- he's the com- he's literally the comedian pokemon. Uh he is the evolution in Mr. Mime that we've never wanted. Uh and it's only of galarian Mr. Mime. Though so a normal Mr. Mime could never evolve into Mr. Rhyme, but i i like Mr. Rime. Uh, what i like most about Mr. Rhyme is uh, his animation and Sword and Shield. <laughs> if you've ever seen his little tap dance animation, you'll know what I'm talking about. I love it. It, it gives a lot of life to the game. It, it, it is a very cool, uh, it is a, it, I think it's a very cool Pokemon. It's, I think we needed it, you know, we needed, we needed sort of a, sort of a, a comedic, a comedic Pokemon, and that's exactly what we got with Mr. Rhyme, and I, I like its inclusion. Ice Psychic is a cool type, and, uh, yeah. And Snom, Snom and Frostmouth Snom, if you haven't, if you haven't been on Twitter at all, uh, Snom is very popular. Uh, Snom is, a, is adorable. It's, it's just a cute little worm with, with ice spikes coming out of it. Like I said, sort of a, sort of a bootleg Bergmite, if anything. Uh, but I, I don't, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that I don't like it. Uh, Ice Bug, the, uh, the Ice Bug Pokemon that we needed, very, very much so. Uh, I really, I very much enjoy, uh, having an Ice Bug. I'm surprised we didn't have an Ice Bug until now, but we do now. And Frostmoth is beautiful. I love moths. Uh, Frostmoth is such a cool Pokemon to me because I love Ice-type. I like moths. It's beautiful. It's, like, you know, it's everything that a, that a Ice Moth could have been. And, like, it's such a cool design, to me at least. I think it's, I think it's such a beautiful Pokemon. I adore... I adore Frosboth. It's, it's a really, really cool Pokemon. Uh, it's design is very cool. It just, it's, it's whole thing. It's whole aesthetic. It's very, very appealing to me in like every way. Uh, it's beautiful. And, uh, last but not least, secondary ice type Pokemon. Uh, let's just go right into it. Cause we're kind of, I'm kind of running out of time a little bit here. Uh, Dugong. seal is ice type. I guess it's not ice. Seal is just water. Seal is not, uh, seal is not ice type. Seal is, uh, just ice, but, uh, just water. But, uh, Dugong of course, is, uh, water ice. You know, Dugong, the, uh, OG water ice seal. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to have every Gen 1 ice type Pokemon, which isn't that much, actually. I, I say that, like, there's going to be a lot except for Jinx and Articuno, but, like, you know, like, there's Cloyster, Lapras, and Dugong. <laughs> That's it. In Gen 1, there wasn't that much. There was Lapras, Cloyster, Dugong, Jinx, Articuno, and that's it. There was five Ice-type Pokemon in total in Gen 1, and that's way too way too little that there should have been. Uh, then again, there was only three Dragon-type and three Ghost-type, so I kind of understand what they're going for, but, like, that's so little. There's very, very little Ice-types. Um, Cloyster, we talked about last time, last episode, in uh, Random Pokemon of the Week, we talked about Cloyster. Uh, I like this a lot. You, you, you know, uh, if you listened to the last episode, you know how I feel about cloister so I'm not going to get into it all that much. Um, Lapras and Gigantamax Lapras. Lapras is an OG. Lapras is one of the coolest Pokemon out there, in my opinion. Ugh it's such a cool Pokemon. I love Lapras. <laughs> I love, love, love Lapras. I'm so happy that they're giving it a, uh, a Galarian or they gave it a Gigantamax form. It needed something, something else, something. Oh, it's so, so cool. I love it's. I love Gigantamax Lapras's design with the, uh, with the, with the sort of like the song with like the ice crystals floating around it, the, the measures of music. It's so, so cool. So beautiful. Oh, I love, I love Galarian, I love, I almost said Galarian Lapras. I love Gigantamax Lapras so much. Um, Sneasel and Weavile, the only Dark Ice Pokemon, are cool. Very, very cool. They're, they're good uh, additions because they're sort of unorthodox Ice-type Pokemon, but I still like them a lot. I guess, you know, Weavile is one of my favorite Pokemon. It's such a cool Pokemon, Sneasel's really cool too. And uh, I'm glad they're ice type and not just dark because they don't really have any sort of ice typing to them. Like, you know, they're, they're ice type, of course, but like they don't really, they don't really have any sort of, uh, they don't, they don't really have any sort of ice icing on them, (laughs) Uh, other than the fact that they're ice type. And I'm glad that they're not just dark because oh, it's a really cool Pokemon, and of course Sneasel was only in Gen 2, we just got Sneasel, that's it, and then we, we got Weavile, it's weird to think, because, like, until Gen 4, there was just Sneasel, which is interesting to think, because when you think of Weavile and Sneasel, I, you know, I associate Weavile and Sneasel together perfectly, I never, they, they don't seem like the sort of Pokemon that only got, the Sneasel and Weavile don't seem like the sort of Pokemon that only got an evolution in, uh, in Gen 4. Because Weavile kind of looks like a Gen 2 Pokemon, but, you know, I guess it's because I never really played uh, Gen 2 before Weavile came out, so I never really got a chance to see Sneasel uh, before Weavile came out. Sort of like Piloswine and Mamoswine, they just don't seem like the Pokemon that didn't have evolutions beforehand. You know, like, like Tangela and Tangrowth, for example, or Lickitung and Licky Licky, like, I associate this Pokemon probably because they're Gen 1, but like I associate this I associate this Pokemon differently from their evolutions because, you know, oh, those Pokemon were added later. And like, you know, Magmortar, Electrifier, yeah, those were added in Gen 4. But like, Weavile? Weavile I sometimes forget that Weavile was added in Gen 4. <laughs> or at least that Sneasel itself wasn't added in Gen 4 with Weavile. You know what I mean? They sort of have that they sort of have that feel to it. Uh Rotom, Frost Rotom. Uh, one of the other Pokemon that I'm using on my team. Uh my ice my ice gym leader team. My my fake ice gym leader team. My team is uh Ro- Floss, Frost Rodom, uh Weavile, Glaceon, Avalug, uh, Lapras, and Arctozolt. Uh sort of going for instead of trying to cause I could use Galarian Darmanitan, I could use uh I could use a lot of Pokemon, honestly, I could use Frostmoth, I could have used uh, Mamoswine, but, you know, sort of the Pokemon that are a little more strong, perhaps, than, uh, than, like, Glaceon and, um, you know, like, Avalog and Arctozolt and stuff. I just wanted to use Pokemon that I like, uh, and that's what this team is. I'm currently shiny hunting for a Glaceon, shiny Eevee. I got one shiny Eevee so far, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a female, and, um, that's something that I really, really want. If I'm going to get a shiny of my favorite Pokemon, I want it to be the gender that I want it to be. Uh, but unfortunately, of course, as you know, Eevee has a gender ratio of only uh, 1 in 8 <laughs> female. Uh, so it's it's going to take me a while. So wish me luck on that. Uh, but yeah, for us, Rotom, uh, sort of the most forgotten ice type or form of Rotom. Uh, no, I, you know, Heat Rotom and Wash Rotom are the two, um, most powerful and competitive Pokemon. That's why you see the most Fan Rotom, I would argue, f- Fan and Frost Rotom, I would argue, are probably the, um, the two most, uh, forgotten of the, of the, of the five. Mo Rotom is up there because Mo Rotom is cool. Fan Rotom and Frost Rotom are Pokemon you don't really see all that much, so I can understand that, but I like, I like Frost Rotom. Kirim. Uh white kirum and black Kirum Kirum and Articu- Kyrum, Articuno and red ice of course being the only legendary Pokemon that are ice type. only three. can you imagine having only a le- a legendary type that's only three? uh Kirum is uh, dragon ice, which is the only one of its of its kind I guess with uh, white and black kirum there's technically three, but dragon ice uh was a you know previously unused type and it's a cool type. I'm glad. I'm very, very glad that the sort of big, you know, the, the, the big one of the duo, uh, sort of sort of the Rayquaza to Kyogre and Groudon that Kirim was to uh, Reshiram and Zekrom, uh, is Ice-type. I love, I love Kirim. It's one of my favorite Pokemon, one of my favorite legendary Pokemon, simply because it's an Ice-type Pokemon. Uh, I like, I like its design. I like its part in the story in Black-White and Black-White 2. Uh, and I just really enjoy it. Uh, and last, uh, not last but not least. Almost, almost last but not least. Uh, Gen 6. The, oh, wait. Okay, the only one of, the only other line, other than Bergmite and Avalog. There was only, there was only two lines introduced, uh, in Gen 6 that, that are Ice-type. Aurora's and Avalog. <laughs> and Aurora's, of course, being the, uh, the fossil Pokemon, of, uh, of one of the fossil Pokemon along with, um, along with Tyrantrum of, uh, Gen 6, Rock Ice, uh, which I believe was a previously unused type, which I'm, which I take for granted because it's a cool typing, Rock and Ice, uh, and I'm glad that they made an Ice-type fossil. It's a very cool design. I like it's, I like it's, obviously, if you couldn't tell by the name, the Aurora, uh, sort of, sort of deal, uh, with, with Aurorus. I like it a lot, uh, yeah, nothing really much else to say than that. Uh, I really like the Gen 6 fossils. Tyrantrum and Aurorus are very cool. Uh, one of the only other Pokemon added in Gen 7. Actually, the only Gen 7 Pokemon that wasn't a Galarian form that was Ice-type, uh, Crabominable. <laughs> and, uh, honestly, I don't know why Crabominable evolved from Crabrawler like i feel like it could have been something different it doesn't really make sense that like a boxing crab would evolve into a woolly mammoth or like a woolly crab literally the woolly crab pokemon you know what i mean i feel like there was a little bit of lost potential i feel like crabomitable could have been uh could have been something else could have been maybe a single pokemon or maybe something that was added uh, maybe evolved from something else, because, like, yeah, it's a crab, but, like, it doesn't have any reason to evolve from Crabrawler. Crabrawler is only, is a fighting type Pokemon, and Crabominable is fighting ice, which is a cool unused type combination that we didn't previously have, which I'm happy about, and don't get me wrong, I'm not taking Crabominable for, uh, for granted. I like its design. It's a, it's a very cool Pokemon, but, like, why does it evolve from Crabrawler? <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely an interesting Pokemon. It's cute, I guess. I like it. But all I'm saying is that it doesn't really have any reason to evolve from <laughs> Crabrawler. Uh, Arctozolt and Arctovish. Uh, Arctozolt is the, ab- I guess they're all abominations, huh? But Arctozolt specifically is the most abomination of them all, in my opinion. I guess you could, you could, uh, you could argue for Dracovish but like goddamn poor uh and i guess also arctovish is pretty a uh, bomb you know pretty uh sad too considering it's upside down it's poor upside down head and uh <laughs> and arctovish's uh, arctovish's Arctozolt's being frozen it's very sad i i feel very bad for these pokemon uh eventually i'll probably talk about all four of them at some point so i'm going to kind of save that for later uh, but Arctozolt is, of course, on my team for my uh, my Gen 8 gym leader team, uh, and I like it. I like I like all of them. I like all the fossils in Gen uh, Gen 8. I'll probably like I said. I'll probably talk about them all at some point uh, on their own. Maybe have a whole episode dedicated to them. Maybe I'll talk about fossil Pokemon uh, in another episode, but I'll probably save that for later. Uh, talking about them specifically, but they're cool Pokemon. I like it. Electric Ice is a I guess I could talk about how Electric Ice was almost a previously unused combination, and, like, Electric Ice, how in the world would you ever do that if you didn't have Frost Rotom and Arctozolt? You know what I mean? Like, very, very niche-type combination, and, like, wow. Very interesting. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all of the Ice-type Pokémon. Oh, we didn't talk about Obamasnow. I guess we can finish it off with Obamasnow. Uh, Abomasnow is a, is a, is a cool, cool, uh, cool design. I like Abomasnow how it's like a pine tree covered in snow. You know, what else can I really say? Uh, it's, it's definitely a cool Pokemon. Grass Ice is a, sort of a obvious choice with the um, Abomasnow, Obama and I, I like what they did with Abomasnow doing the Grass Ice typing. If you can't tell, I really like typings of Pokemon, and like how they do it for some Pokemon. It's very cool. Uh, I really enjoy I very much enjoy a Palm of Snow. That's all I really say. Mega Palm of cool, too. Uh, and last but not least, I'm going to talk about uh, some trivia for, gen, uh, for Ice-type, and then we will finish it off with the final rating for Ice-type Pokemon, I suppose. Um, in Generation 5, the most Ice-type Pokemon were introduced of any generation was 7. Generation 5 was the only one. (laughs) Generation 5 introduced the most Ice-type Pokemon with seven. Like, come on. Seven? That's so little. There's so many other types that were added. (laughs) So many other Pokemon of other types added in these generations, and Ice just got the bad end of the deal, I suppose. And, uh, Generation 7 introduced the fewest ice type pokemon with only one Crabominable. i suppose technically not with the with the with the galarian forms but like one probable and it was probable <laughs> and like i guess you could technically call uh, Alolan Vulpix and alolan sandslash and all them with a, as as a pokemon added i would personally um generation 1 introduced the most ice type pokemon ice type moves of any generation with 6 and Generation 4 introduced the fewest Ice-type moves with only one. Ice-type has the most unique combinations with other types of all other types with 11. Only 11? It can't be 11. That must not be up to date with Gen 7 or Gen 8. Because we got, you know, we got Ice-Bug. We got ice Ale- No, i not all Ice-Electric. We got Ice-Bug. We got... I guess that's it, huh? Really, least only 11? I thought there would be more than that. Maybe that's not up to date. I'm not sure. Although Ice-type existed since Generation 1, pure Ice-type Pokemon were not introduced until Generation 3. Yeah, exactly. Uh, only the Normal-type has a lower number of resistances than the Ice-type, having no resistances. Ice only resists itself. Alola is the only region without a notable Ice-specialist, although Ice-type specialist Cena does make an appearance in said region. Right? The ice type. The ice type is the only type that is super effective against flying type and grass type to not resist them in return. That's sad. Ice type attacks are resisted by all types that water type Pokemon resist. Wow. So what do I think of ice type? <laughs> what do I think of my favorite type in the world? What do I think of? What do I think of my favorite type of all Pokemon? What do I think of the designs? What do I think of the moves? I think it's cool. I think they did Ice-type well. I think if they added a few more, maybe it would be better. Hint, hint. But like, you know, I understand why they didn't add that much. It's sort of just like a niche water knockoff. You know what I mean? It's not a knockoff, but like, it's sort of like Bug (laughs) or sort of like how Ground and Rock is, you know, like it's questionable whether or not it should even be a type of its own, but like, I understand why it is and I'm glad they, I'm glad they did it this way. Uh, and I'm happy with the Pokemon they added. Uh, I don't really have a problem, and I think I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, Just for personal preference. I, you know, some people may argue differently. Uh, Personal preference it's a 9 out of 10, my favorite type of all. Uh, But generally, if I wasn't biased, I'd probably give it a lot lower because of how bad it is. (laughs) Competitively, and also lacking in Pokemon and types. But with bias, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 because it's my favorite type. And yeah, uh, I suppose that's all I really have to say about Ice type. Uh anyway, thank you for being patient with me in that mess of a listing off Pokemon that I like about th- and things that I like about ice type pokemon uh that's sort of how type review is tends to be uh but i i do i do enjoy uh talking about these types. I just can't do it in a row because it does get tiring after a while and like i said, I apologize if this if this episode was sort of all over the place uh that's just kind of how I wanted to do it today and uh, yeah, I figured doing it doing it doing a type review would be the best way to to do it simple and, uh, and not messy. Uh, and we are going to finish it off with Random Pokemon of the Week, everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, and today, the Pokemon on the chopping block is Cascoon. Yeah, I know, right? Cascoon <laughs> is a bug-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 3. It evolves from Wyrmple depending on its personality value starting at level 7 and evolves into Dusk Talk starting at level 10. Uh it has its only ability is shed skin. It has a 50-50 gender ratio. It is 2'4, which is a lot bigger than I thought it was, jeez. Uh or 0.7 meters. It is 25 pounds or 11.5 kilograms. And uh, you know, it's Cascoon. It's Silku's counterpart, the split Pokemon from uh from wormpole evolving into either Beautifly or, uh, into either Beautifly or Dusthawks, uh, and yeah, I guess we can, I guess we can go over, or any, I'll save it for, I'll save it for next time we talk about, uh, something like this, I was gonna go over the math that goes into, a uh, Cascoon, but we can talk about it somewhere else, sometime else, uh, <laughs> What do I even say? It's Cascoon. It's it's shiny, it's green. It's cool actually. It is actually not a, not a super bad shiny. Um uh, I would say that I have memory about this Pokemon, but that's not actually true because I shiny hunted for uh, for Wurmple in one of the only time I ever shiny hunted for Wurmple and when I did it evolved into into Silcoon. So I can't even say that I've had that going with Cascoon. Uh Cascoon shares its category with Metapod, Kakuna, and Silcoon. They are all known as the Cocoon Pokemon. They also share the same base stat total, learn set, ability, and EV yield. They're all pretty much the same exact Pokemon. Cascoon and Silcoon have exactly the same type, base stats, moveset, and body style, making them nearly identical. Cascoon along with Silcoon can be seen without the limb protrusions on its body in the anime, all main series games from X and Y onward, and occasionally in Heart Gold and Silver. I mean, I never really saw them as limbs. I thought they were more so like, like stretchy, you know, like, like silk. You know what I mean? Like stretchy sort of protrusions that help them stick to things. I didn't really saw them as like limbs. Uh, Cascoon is the only bug type po- bug type cocoon based Pokemon whose defense stat does not decrease upon evolution. Cascoon is only found in the S- in the friend safari that is not its own type. It is found in the poison type friend safari, even though Cascoon is pure bug. However, it evolves into Poison-type Dustox. Cascoon is based on a Chrysalis. And I'm not even going to go over Cascoon's competitive viability because I guarantee you there's nothing. I guess I can go over its base stats. Wow. Uh, HP of 50, Attack of 35, Defense of 55, it's a tight stat, it doesn't change when it evolves, Special Attack of 25, Special Defense of 25, and Speed of 15. Uh total of 205 yeah I mean it's not good it's not supposed to be good it's uh you know <laughs> it's it's the it's the cocoon it's 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 the similar it's, it's the same Pokemon that every bug evolves into it's it's a cocoon it's the same as same as Wormbull or same as uh, a cocoona metapod uh, you know whatever they're all the same <laughs> So I'm not even, I can't even, yeah, Metipunk, Hakuna, Sokun, and, you know, like, Spupa, uh, who else? I can't even remember. I can't, I can't even remember all, like, the root one bug Pokemon. Anyway, uh, I'm not even gonna talk about this Pokemon anymore. Oh, it's, uh, Shiny is, uh, 5 out of 10. <laughs> it's green. That's. it's cool. It's actually not bad. I actually like it's Shiny. They could have made it a lot worse. I'm not gonna lie. But, yeah, 6. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Six out of ten for uh for Cascoon. Sure, why not? It's cool. Actually it's a nice green. Same green as like Espeon, but it actually looks it looks good on this uh on Cascoon. Anyway, uh that is gonna do it for me. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Extreme Evo Cast. Uh I hope you all have an amazing day and I will catch you next time. Bye. Happy New Year too, by the way. <laughs> Bye.